Alrighty, my name's Rich Eames, you're listening to Bicycle Mods Cross Radio, episode number four. Just a quick one this week, we managed to bump into Sinead's Reed at the Midlanks Regional Race on the 5th of August, so we uh, recorded a quick interview with her, thought we'd give you a listen. Check it out. Alright, we're here with Sinead's Reed, double world champion. Sinead, how's your year been? Um, I started off the year pretty bad. Because okay, well, I started. I started off the season pretty good, but um, it wasn't the traditional BMX season that I started off in. It was on the track on the velodrome where I got world champion, so that was good. But then coming from the transition over to BMX, I found it pretty difficult just adapting to a BMX bike again, being able to stop pedaling and just have a break. And then I progressed on further and uh, won the world. So yeah, it's pretty, been pretty good. Do you think the velodrome training actually did you some good, even though it dragged you away from BMX? Yeah, it did me good, just for a rest as well. Mentally, it was good, and it was good for like my power development. But like skills-wise, it didn't do me any favours. Is there somebody in a blazer sat in a dark room at BC plotting your move from BMX to velo? Um, not as I'm aware of, no. Because <laughs> that's the mental impression I always get that they're sat there rubbing their hands together. We need to get Sinead on track bike forever and get her off a of BMX. No, like no one could ever persuade me to go away to do velodrome. Three months was enough. Like after that, I felt like a robot. I felt like I was trapped in a little box. But the world title made it all the more better. But no, never. How do you find world championship track cycling compares to world championship BMX pressure-wise? Pressure-wise, it's just all kind of the same. Like in, in the velodrome, I weren't expected to do anything. Um, on the BMX track, I'm always kind of expected to win or people think I'm going to be there or thereabouts. So I suppose on the on the velodrome, it's never expected me to win, but I always wanted to win. So it's kind of all the same. I just thrive off the pressure now. Yeah. Was it kind of weird racing somebody like Willie Canis there as well? Because yeah. it's like being back on a BMX bike. Yeah, it was a little strange racing Willie. It's kind of like BMX world champion. and like I'm junior BMX world champion. She was senior BMX world champion. And I'd never raced her even on the BMX track. She's the only girl I never raced. So, yeah, it was a bit strange. But it was it was good, like, keep competing against the Dutch. Yeah. Did you want to slap her for that false start scenario? Uh, I, still, I still say to her and laugh about it to her. I still think she did it on purpose. But, no, it's all, it's all laughs now. So moving on to the World Championship BMX, how did you feel going in? Um, I felt pretty confident. I mean, this year, because I haven't lived anywhere or been settled, it's been kind of difficult um, just trying to get time on my BMX. So I've been a little bit rusty in parts of the year, but I'd moved to Sheffield for a few months just to try and get used to my bike properly, get used to like what gearing I was going to use. And, yeah, going into the Worlds, I felt pretty confident and training went really good on the lead-up to it. And I was injury-free this year. Were there any ruction, any sort of, not ructions, but disappointments in the fact that you didn't go to America this year? No, not really. I think America's like so much 
I think it's. I think Europe is a massive step now. It's like racing the World Championships every weekend with the competition in Europe, just with Anne Caroline Chisson and the other French girls. But I think America's good just for the atmosphere and just just the warm weather. So I was I weren't disappointed, but I'll be going over there sometime this year. Right, because obviously the return of Anne Caroline from the world of mountain biking, you know, she's giving you a run for your money, so to speak. How do you find the competition against her? Do you find it sort of pushes you a lot more? Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like, she's come back into the sport, but she's not the only girl I've got to look out for. I mean, there's, there's other girls that are all going to challenge me. Whoever makes the world main, anyone can win it. But I think it's good. It's good fun, and it's just like... It's, I've never had it from girls before, the pressure to get on the gate and think, oh, actually, someone could actually win this race other than me if I don't fall off. So I think it's really good, and it's nothing I've like thought, oh, my God, this girl's faster than me. just makes me train harder. Right, so the training's going full throttle, is it even now after the world? Um, yeah, it's weird, like this year, I kind of, every year I usually take a massive break, but I'm going to Beijing next weekend to race the World Cup round um, on the Olympic track, and it's kind of just like, the world is just a pass, a pass by, it's just one stop away from the Olympic Games, so it's been a different world this year, but it's been a good one. Yeah, because we had a conversation earlier on saying you feel that the atmosphere at the world has now changed, do you want to sort of digress on that a bit more? Yeah, I mean, it's changed. I mean, not for the wrong reasons or anything like that. It's just kind of, it's gone a little bit more, like, a lot more like, the I can describe it as the Velodrome World Championships for me. Everything's getting a lot more professional. The riders are being a lot more quiet and in the little areas. You're seeing doctors everywhere. And it's just, it just reminded me of the Velodrome World Championships. It's kind of, BMX is going to, to bec it's becoming a much more professional sport. Um, that's, that, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but the atmosphere, it's just, it's just changing in the sport. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing and I think it's a bad thing. It's good good for me because I'll just race, but I suppose for other people that are used to BMX being such a social like social, social sport, I suppose it's going to be a shot to them when they next go to World Championships. Right, cool. So um, what's the plan for the future then for Shanae's Reed? How, how do you see the next sort of two, three years? Try and win everything. <laughs> no, just, just, stay, just stay healthy and fit. Um, try and promote BMX as much as possible in England. Try and try and maybe become a BMX ambassador and try and promote the sport a lot more, and just just be healthy and just enjoy racing. Do you think we're going to get to that stage where you're going to get to the Olympics? I mean, I hate talking about the Olympics to you because I feel like I'm just going to curse you. But do you ever sort of think and dream about what it would be like to come across that line and be the first Olympic champion? Yeah, I do, but I, I'm not. I'm, I try and take everything in my stride, and it's just another race. It's just got the title above it, saying Olympic champion, or it's the Olympics. I just think it's any other race. You could, when you get on the gate of the World Championships, I've raced them girls year in year out. But you think, oh my God, what if this happens? What if that happens? Just because it's been titled as the world. So I think, I think I do dream of being the Olympic champion, but I don't know. It's just one of the things. If I get there. Just try and be relaxed as possible and enjoy it. Yeah, because I don't mention Sinead's Reed and the Olympics in the same sentence normally because I just feel like it'll put a jinx on and all that. So, um, oh, I don't even know what to ask you next now. I think I'm not going to wrap this up because I want to ask you about Redline. What's the deal with you and Redline? Um, yeah, pretty much. I've signed a deal with Redline for two years. They're great. Like the guys over at Redline are so supportive. We have such a strong team, like Bubba Harris, Denzel Stein, who just absolutely killed the 16 boys. It's just a really famous team, I suppose, to be a part of. It's a team that I'd like to be with for, for many years. And the riders that have been on there, I've been on there for many years as well. So I want it to be kind of be my like long-term, like career um, sponsor, really. Do you feel slightly dislocated being out in Europe? 
No, not really. No, not at all. Because I did when I was like on Cox. It was a great team, but because they spoke French, it was made made my life a lot harder. But because they're American, you kind of forget that they're American and you just see them as English. So no, it's really good team pick to be a part of. Always laughs going on in there. Bubba's always supportive towards the riders. So no, it's a really good team. Talking to Bubba, what is he like? Because you see his um, his video persona on things like transit and stuff like that. Is uh, I've actually met his dad once, and his dad was pretty cool. So. What's he like as a person? Yeah, I mean, he's laid back and just chilled out. I mean, I'm very rich now. <laughs> but, no, he's a nice guy. I mean, he's supportive with the kids, and he, he likes to put a lot back into BMX. So, yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah. He's somebody I'd definitely like to interview in the future. So, Bubba, if you're listening, you know, get in touch, mate. We need to make it happen. Uh, I think we can wrap it up with Sinead. So, that's been an absolutely top interview, Sinead. Thank you very much. Um, just looking forward to, you know, seeing you out there continually doing your best. All right, thanks very much for the interview. No worries. Cheers, Sinead. Thanks well that's it like i said short and sweet this time round but if you want to get in touch go to myspace.com slash bicycle motocross radio and we'll see you next time cheers